Some pretty dark clouds gathering over our billion-dollar collision repair industry and talk that up to 15% could be shaved off its revenue this year. Uh, this is down to a number of things. Demand for parts and repairs has fallen quite significantly on pre-COVID levels because uh, fewer people are using their cars, not going to work, not commuting so much, uh, not allowed out for months and months and months, uh, so fewer crashes. And then, of course, you've got the rising cost of petrol on top of that. Neil Pritchard is with the Collision Repair Network, and he's got a good overview of the situation. Thanks for being with us, Neil. Good morning. Yes, good morning, Tim. So How are it, you? I'm good, thank you. It, it's about more than that, isn't it, though? I mean, obviously, uh, uh, parts have gone up like everything else, especially uh, stuff that's imported. Fewer crashes, but you've got higher wages to deal with as well? Yeah, well, you summed it up pretty well. It's uh, it's what we're calling a perfect storm for the industry. We've got reduced demand because of the factors that you spoke about. Uh, you know, more people working from home, more people hunkered down, people sick, not allowed to travel. And you only have to drive around any of the major cities to experience how much easier it is to get around. So, yeah, the unfortunate thing, I suppose, for our industry is that less... Uh, Less traffic, less congestion, less congestion, less accidents. Not that we like accidents, but, you know, that's a fact of life. No, but a fender so, bender yeah. where no one gets hurt, you know. That's, exactly. That's your, exactly. Rub your hands exactly. in glee Monday morning. <laughs> that's our sweet spot. You're absolutely right, yeah. All right. Yeah, so, so we've got all those cost pressures uh, and we've got reducing volumes and we've got all those uh, issues with parts that you mentioned, <clears throat> and we've got staff problems. Uh, on top of all that, we've got the unique situation where we are price takers, not price makers. So we are given what insurance companies pay us as an industry. Now, the, the corollary to all that business about reduced accidents and, and less work is, is actually that insurance companies do quite well in those times because they're not paying out as much for the cost of uh, claims. And, in fact, there's some really good data around that available on the ICNZ, Insurance Council of New Zealand, website, which shows the last two years in motor as being the most profitable in the past seven or so. So plenty of money there. The problem is there's nothing to make insurance companies share it with panel beaters. And, of course, if, if there's plenty of panel beaters looking for work and the assessor comes around and says, well, you know, we'll, we'll give you 800 for that job. That's, it's kind of, do I want it, or do I let, let them tow it off to another yard who's going to do it for that? It, it, it does get a bit like that. It could be a race to the bottom. Uh, you know, I'd say that, um, <clears throat> that most insurance companies are pretty, uh, pretty good about the places that they recommend. You know, they're generally good shops. The problem is there's no mechanism to, uh, to make insurance companies increase the rates to those people. Uh, you know, and one of the things that, that makes the demand side uh, even worse is that one of the major insurance companies is now opening their own shops. Yeah. So a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of work, which previously went to uh, all our members, now goes just straight to you know, an Australian-owned conglomerate. Now, this is this repair hub arrangement which is a whole yeah. bunch of uh, big workshops what are they doing are they just sort of creaming off the easy work for themselves well 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 that's that's kind of how it's that's what it looks like so they they will repair vehicles which are in scope and in scope means uh, light damage uh, and generally speaking you know, the industry looks at those kind of jobs as as the cream you know they're the, they're the jobs that are relatively easy 
you don't need uh, you don't need a whole lot of necessarily a whole lot of equipment or a whole lot of training to repair those vehicles. Um, there are some. Uh, that's not entirely true. You do, you do need equipment. You do need training. You just don't need the same kind of equipment training as you would do if you were doing the heavy hits and the um, the structural right. work. Right. Mm. Long term, long term, where do you go if you're in the panel beating game? How do you how do you adapt to win? That's that's a really good question, uh, and a lot of good repairers are trying all sorts of things. There's certainly in the past, uh, and I'm talking 10, 15, 20 years ago, there was some probably legitimate criticism that the industry wasn't particularly efficient. Pricing, COVID, all these things have driven efficiencies in the industries, and there's now there's not a lot that can be shaved as far as the as far as the the independent collision repairer is concerned. They've got all the costs. They've got the costs of labour going up. They've got all the increasing costs of power and rent, and consumables and paint. All these things are going up, but there is no mechanism to force insurers to engage to increase rates. And you know when we look at some of the uh, some of the stuff that's come out recently from the Commerce Commission around the supermarkets, some people see quite a strong corollary between okay. the supermarkets, two great big um, mega overseas-owned entities, and the motor vehicle insurance industry, which is heavily dominated by IAG and Suncorp, probably need, to the extent yeah. of about eighty percent. So it's really similar. You need to convince more of us to get our cars wrapped. <laughs> you may you may be right, but even in a damage, you know, there's still a fair cost involved in rewrapping a car as a, as opposed to repainting it, which I guess what you're on about. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right. Look, um, it, it's a tough one. We, what we need is a bit more um, is a bit more help from from some outside entity to to make it fairer. That's all we're asking. So plenty of money being made in the industry and just not being shared with the people repairing the cars. Thanks for being available and for explaining it in such detail. Really appreciate it, Neil. Neil Pritchard with the Collision Repair Network at Newstalk ZB.